Hey everybody, it's your girl, Dr. Tristica with Fix Your Crown Podcast. I am on the line today with someone very special. It has been great with this podcast. Um, We started it um, probably like two months ago and we have been talking about everything from mental health to self-care and to understanding how to create a business. But today, this is a special podcast. I have someone I've been friends with for many years, let's say sixth grade years. And I'm really excited. I'm going to let her introduce herself all the way from her living room and my office. <laughs> let me introduce my friend Shanika Terry. But Shanika Terry, tell us more about yourself. Hi, Trish. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, and it's also an opportunity for us to reconnect again. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much. Um, My name is Shanika Terry. I am a widow. Um, I'm a mother of four. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I have one business and working on another. Um, I write a blog. Um, I also am working on my first book, but I also have joined the Nerds World Inc. community board, Um, and I am a blogger for their, um, their blog as well on their website. Um, so I do a lot, but it's, it doesn't feel like work to me. So I'm just thankful to have all of the opportunities that are presented in front of me. And this has been a wonderful experience for myself um, this year, um, as she just said so perfectly that she joined the Nurgle Inc. Uh, community board. Um, We've been doing a lot of stuff in the community for mental health awareness and also doing a lot of stuff for, you know, people who have lost individuals with mental health. So this is a special Nerdrill Inc. um, Fix Your Crown podcast. Um, You're going to learn more about the both of us. We're going to talk about, you know, growing up together and things that we've learned um, that has kept us in our paths. So I know a lot of people are like, wow, sixth grade, why are y'all still friends? (laughs) But me and Shanika, you know, um, as you can see through the picture that, you know, we post with this uh, Instagram Fix Your Crown podcast, we started um, in the sixth grade. Um, Rialto 909, shout out to everybody in Rialto, but we were bad. (laughs) We were so bad you're so bad oh my goodness mischievous (laughs) Shanika what is one of your best class moments that we've had um it's funny that you say that because when you posted that photo it just made made me remember about that day um I had on those bright lime neon colored shorts and I was so embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why do I have to wear this? But, <laughs> but it, it, my grandmother still had control over things that I was wearing. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, that was a day. And but it was also hilarious because, as you can see, our teacher, Mr. Smith, um, had irritation written all over his face. <laughs> he was so hot. He was so hot that day. We yeah. could not stop talking. We were laughing. No. We was joking. It, it, you know, if you guys are really looking at the picture, there's this one 
boy that's sitting in the front. He has on ash, ash, is it ash wash jeans or bleach jeans, something. It's a Yeah. <laughs> but his name was George. And George used to say, pull my finger. And every time you would pull George's finger, he would fart. So <laughs> someone did that before the picture. I think we took like eight shots. And yeah. Mr. Smith was like, this is the last one. It and everybody was like, what? We was all off. Your head is turning. You notice your head. <laughs> my is why am I the only one looking awkward like that? Like my head is totally turned to the one side. That was just so funny because we were not ready. You can see, um, we can name like all of our friends. We still keep in touch. But the one person that we really keep in touch is a young lady that's sitting in the bottom, still on the right hand side. Her name is yeah. Amy. Yeah. And Amy is not looking at the camera because she was already hot because <laughs> she didn't want to sit in the front. She was like, well, I got to sit in the front. And our teacher was like, you're short. And that like didn't make her feel good. So if you guys are looking at the bottom, what's up, Amy? I know you're going to hear this, but. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's she a very not... sweet person. Still, we're all still friends to this yeah. day. And it's a blessing. To this day. But, um. You know, what I like about me and Shanika's uh, friendship is that we have never been in an argument. We never had a falling out. You know, some people, they go, what? Y'all still friends? What makes y'all still friends? Um, I think the two things I can say about us is communication and the timing of God. Like God always puts us together when we're supposed to. Exactly. Most definitely. And it's always at a time where we need each other the most. Um, And I think we've talked about this before and we're always in awe. Like when we come back together and we have a conversation about what has recently happened in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like we go through the same exact things. Mm -hmm. Um, And then God will bring us back together as we're healing from something similar. And it's just like, wow. Yes. This is crazy. Our lives have been aligned mm-hmm. all these years. And it's just amazing how we can come back together. Like no time has passed mm-hmm. and just keep going, like communicate as if no, nothing has happened over the last few years. So I'm just thankful for that, con- that connection. It's like we, it was, it's been a divine connection ever since we met back in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thankful for that you're still in my life and that we are still growing and thriving. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, every situation that we have gone through, it's like we, you, you said the key word was healing. And mm-hmm. the healing process has been hard because I know sometimes, yeah. you know, we will reach out to to each other and it would be you know I can't really talk right now and we would give each other space it wasn't like oh she don't want to talk to me no more fine I ain't being her friend exactly it was just like I don't know what she's going through but let me pray for her and I think that yeah I, I don't think but I know that is what kept our friendship stronger is because we we have gone through some very um traumatic things in our life and we're going to share a few things on the podcast, but, you know, both of us are really doing it in our blogs and we're going to talk about Shanika's upcoming book that you will get to learn more about what's in her book. But, you know, 
what do you do for self-care? You know, since we've been in lockdown, what are some things that you have been doing since you've been in, um, you know, going to work too, but you're also an entrepreneur. So what do you do for self-care? Um, there are a few things that I do for self-care. Um, and as you mentioned, we both went through some traumatic experiences. So I have been dealing with a lot of anxiety um, and depression still tries to creep, creep up every now and then. So it's important for me to shut off the noise, um, quiet everything around me and just sit in silence and enjoy a moment of peace. Um, I do that by, especially when my girls are napping, I'll just sit somewhere and read a book. Um, just make sure that I'm being one with myself and praying to God in that moment. Um, I get up and we go for walks every day, which allows me to bond with my girls um, and help me be better physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. um, I'm taking more time to prep myself and you know, because us women, like going through traumatic experiences can allow, you can lose yourself in that. Mm -hmm. And I did for a long time. Like I just did not keep myself together. Um, but now I'm taking more time to make sure that I'm feeling good every day by getting dressed, um, putting up my makeup, whatever that is for me is, it's important that you are doing whatever it takes to feel good about yourself. So reading, writing, of course, I have my blog. Um, I'm working on my first book, which is going to bring so much healing. Um, th th those are therapy things that I do, writing um, and reading. So that's the major things that I'm doing right now. So I know uh, you influence a lot of people with your blog and, you know, a lot of things. Well, you know, speaking, doing things on the internet. What are or who are the three people that influence you to do what you're doing or just inspire you to not give up? Who are those people? The three people, let's see. Well, my grandmother, of course, um, rest her soul. She, um, after raising 12 kids of her own, she took me in at, I was only six months old, um, and some of my siblings, and she raised me and showed me what real strength is. Um, but she also showed me what it means to have a foundation of faith, faith in Jesus Christ. I have never let go of those values and I never will. She showed me what it means to, to live through adversity, to keep going, even while you're going through some of the hardest times in your life. Um, the second person I would say would be my brother, Troy. Um, I've watched him go through some of the most hardest times of his life, um, and I've seen, I've seen him fall and lose everything, but I've seen him bounce back like nothing has ever happened, and his endurance um, and the way that he has started his life over, he has a successful business. Um, in California now, um, and just his endurance. I, I love him so much, and he showed me so much, but he's also been that father figure in my life as well, because I didn't, my father passed when I was three, so I've always looked up to him. He's been that, that one male figure in my life that I've always looked up to. Um, number three, I would say my children. Um, they influence me every single day. Um, they influence me by 
keeping me going. Like there are times, like especially when depression comes or where I have negative thoughts. And the way that I defeat that is by looking at my children and knowing that I have to do this for them. So those are my three people. (laughs) See those with you. Um, I love when you post pictures of the girls because they look so happy and you can you can see the the love and the God that you are already pouring into them because there's one picture you posted of them they were holding hands while you were driving and I was like oh I want some children (laughs) I know (laughs) I I captured I captured that because I I just happened to look back Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell them to do that. It was, I was, it was nothing. I was playing um, some worship music and they just grabbed hands and we're just looking at each other with such an endearing look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, wow, that's, that is just such a beautiful moment. Cause you know, some people, some parents tell their kids to do certain things for, for the photos and stuff. I didn't tell them to do that. And it was an ah moment. Like, wow. <laughs> When I seen it, I just started crying. I was like, why am I crying? Those are not even my kids. <laughs> I had to text you real quick. I was like, girl, you didn't do that. You were like, no, I just happened to be driving. And, you know, we were going to, you know, slowing down. And I happened to pick up the, my camera. And I was like, but it was just like a God moment. Like, yes. they, like they knew they were sisters and they had to protect each other. That's what I got from it. Um, yeah. So and that's just how their relationship is. Like they, they really are um, protectors of each other. You can see it. You can, you can really see it. I'm like, wow. But you know what? That's how you are. And I remember that's how you were in grade school. Because let me tell you guys. So me and Shanika were in elementary school, but we also went to middle school as well. I think it was Frisbee. Frisbee, yes. Yeah. So Frisbee... I was just a total nerd and Shanika was like the popular girl. She hung out with the popular crew and back then that's when we had lockers. So my lockers were, my locker was like way on the other side of the campus. So if you were by the lockers that was like by like the PE area, you were really popular. Well, mine wasn't over there, but Shanika's was. And I remember I would want to walk over there with her. And she was like, you can always come with me. And I, I just felt so out of place. But she uh-huh. never left me behind. And that's what I see with your daughters. Like, yeah. they don't leave each other behind. I didn't know how it was to be popular. It was just like, no, I'll just, you know, watch you. And you were like, no, come on, like, go to the games. Like, you would try to get me to go to the games. And, yeah. you know, and I was like, no, I can't go. And I would like... I didn't know how to be. I, that's something that I'm still learning, you know, how to just be me. And it was like, you always would, you know, pour that in me. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, just come and, you know, wow. put yourself out there. say that because I didn't, I never looked at myself as popular. I always thought that I was like nobody. <laughs> you hung around with everybody it was like oh I would be in awe because it was like you knew how to fit in and I didn't and it was just like you would like try to like teach me but not trying like knowing you were doing it and it was like so 
like a sisterly way because I remember one time I forgot I think it was like a game and somebody was having a party and everybody could go because I guess this one person was like really popular so their parents knew everybody and he was like you should go and I was like no I can't and I could go because I did ask my mom and my mom was like who's gonna be there yeah, that's a month I was. I was like, Shanika. I was like, Shanika. She was like, oh, Shanika with the curl. Because you used to have the, the big, well, your mom, you used to wear your hair with curls. And she was like, the one with the curl? And I was like, yeah, the curl girl. Yeah, her. <laughs> her mom, her family says she can go. So my mom was like, yeah, you can go. But I told you guys I couldn't go because I just didn't know how to, I, I just didn't know how to fill in you know, fit in. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's what drew me to you because I can see, like, I always saw you, like, off to yourself. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I just felt that, like, sometimes, you know, you can just feel people's energy. Mm-hmm. And I always just, like, felt that from you. Like, and I wanted to, like, let you know that, you know, you can come too. Like, you don't have to, you know, be by yourself. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. Because I, I had to have people do that to me because mm-hmm. um, I was very quiet, um, but I had people around me who would like, try to pull me out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to be that friend for you too. Mm-hmm. And you did like so long. It crushed me when we moved to Fontana and I couldn't oh go gosh. to high school with you guys. I had to go to Fontana. Yeah. Still giving it up to the foe. But, so <laughs> but I was like, everybody was going to Eisenhower, and then that's when they just built the new Rialto High. So, like, mm-hmm. all my friends were just like, You're moving to Fontana? That's horrible. I was like, yeah. For real, y'all? That's what that's what's, that's what's gonna happen? <laughs> oh my god, y'all pushed me away. But yeah. um, it was weird though, because I would only get to see you guys you know, during football season or basketball yeah. season. Right. Still like, hi, how you doing? Um, but it just, it, it never changed. It was always, every time I came around, it was like, hey, sis, you know, come on over. Yeah. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. So another question I wanted to ask you is, you know, we've been doing a lot of things in our careers and, you know, building ourselves to have our own, as an entrepreneur, but what is the biggest failure that you had and what did you do and how did you learn from it? My biggest failure, um, I would say it's not trusting my instinct um, mm. and the voice of God that was telling me to stop before I got caught up in things that would ultimately set me back several years because I had to take a pause and heal from those things. Um, and I'm the type of person that I'll look at the hardship of a, of a situation, but I'll also look at the positive part of it. So on the flip side of that, I would not be who I am or what I am today had I not failed. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me an opportunity to take those negatives and turn them into positives. So it's really up to us to learn and grow or allow those failures to cripple us and keep us stuck. And I always keep that in the back of my mind. Like, okay, I went through this. How can I flip this and not sit in this 
situation, having pity for myself or um, feeling bad about myself for failing. But it's always been like, I always have these instincts, like I shouldn't do this or God telling me, don't get into that relationship or don't do that or don't communicate with this person. And then I do it anyway because I want to see the best in people mm-hmm. and I end up hurting me so bad to where it literally takes me years to heal from. Um, but I've also grown. I've also become somebody better. So I can't say it's a total failure. That's real good. Because I know for myself with Shanika, I forgot, I think 2016, um, I was going through like a phase with my organization. It was like I was working full time and I was traveling. I think I think I was traveling back to Arizona, back and forth. And I remember I would call Shanika on my break and I would be like, you know, I cannot do this. And you were like, well, what do you mean you can't do it? Girl, you get to fly around for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you staying in nice hotels. You know, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm depressed. And you were like, what? What's, what do you mean? And I remember sharing with you about you know I just felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything and sometimes it's hard for individuals to talk about going through depression Um, I already you know deal with anxiety so when depression hit me it was um, you know very taboo like you don't talk about that in the church you know it's Mm -mm. you go and you get prayer and you know you'll be fine but unfortunately you know during 2016 I just wasn't fine. And, you know, I would talk to my mom. I remember telling my mom that I was depressed and I was so hurt. Like she's going to be disappointed, but she wasn't disappointed. She, she knew she was like, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Um, You know, we both talk about dealing with mental health issues, but what keeps you going and why? What keeps me going? Um, I would say number one would be my relationship with God mm-hmm. um, because like, like we talk about, people talk about religion all the time um, and I understand what that is, but there's a difference when you have a real relationship with God where you're communicating with him every day, but you're also sitting in silence and allowing him to speak to you um, versus just going, getting up and going to a church every day and then going home and not never changing, being the same. I believe um, that change comes when you're actually committed to having a personal and living relationship. Um, and it doesn't take a lot to do that. It just takes, just like we have a, a relationship, it takes effort, it takes communication, um, it takes getting to know each other. Um, and that's just exactly what it is when you have a relationship with God. You have to want it. Um, and um, sorry, I don't, don't want to get preachy, but <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. There's um, a scripture in the Bible that says, "If you seek me, you will find me," and you have to seek Him in order to find Him. Um, so that would be number one um, that keeps me going every day, and because I know as long as I have breath, as long as I'm living every day, there's still purpose in me, and he would want me to live that out. Um, number two would be my, again, my children. Because I'm all that they have, um, 
my two little girls lost their father. Um, and knowing that I lost my father at a very early age at three, which is pretty much the same age where my girls are now, I would never want him to experience the things that I've experienced because I didn't have a father. I refuse to allow them to grow up with father issues. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to show them what it means to be successful. I'm going to show them what it means to get up every day and smile and keep going regardless of what comes your way. Um, so it would be them and God. Right now, me and Shanika are both working books. Um, mine is basically for teens and young adults, you know, dealing with mental health or um, anxiety. It's going to be like a not a going to be like a journal type book, something that I put together when I was teaching uh, fourth and fifth grade. I used to t uh, use this book um, with my students to, you know, find out their daily words of what was going on in their mindset. And I think that's very important that, you know, even me and Shanika do a check-in with each other every now and then and give each other a word or, you know, we just feel each other's spirit, like we're connected. Um, Shanika, yeah. why, why did you write the book? You know, tell us a little bit about your book. Um, what made me, I just could not, something just would not let me, you know, leave it alone. Some, you know how something just like taps you on the shoulder, reminds you, you should do this, you should do this, but it just won't leave me alone. So I knew I had to write um, about what I went through after my husband passed. Um, the struggles that I went through with depression, anxiety, and it's also a message for the church to be aware um, and not just overlook those people who are dealing with deep issues uh, because the church is good for overlooking those things. Um, you have to be intentional about caring and loving people through their hardships and wanting to see them healthy mentally um, and spiritually. So my book is really my story um, about struggling with those issues. And I know it would bring about healing for me as well as others. I really like working on because it's it's bringing back healing. It's also um, we're talking to individuals who are dealing with um, depression or anxiety. Anxiety is very heavy, you know. Yeah. I, um, dealing with anxiety, especially as a black woman, um, it's very taboo to not talk about it because it's very. Um, demeaning to others mm -hmm. you, know, you are you're not strong if you have anxiety you're not strong if you have depression you are considered weak, weak. But, right <laughs> but I have you know you know 2016 you know when I started getting depression it was just horrible I didn't know who to talk to because here I am this Christian woman you know around all these spiritual people and they expect you to be strong. Yeah, I couldn't talk to anybody and I felt ashamed. So, you know, finally, when I just broke out of what I was feeling, I started, you know, getting 
the right people in my life and getting around the right individuals who loved on me and mm. you know people who I thought loved me actually walked away and was like oh I don't want to deal with that she got issues but I didn't have issues I just mm. needed release and mm-hmm. I think that's what our books are going to do for individuals is give them release. Like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one that exactly that went through this, went through these situations. But I'm very grateful for the resources. Um, I know we're going to wrap this up in a little bit, but how can our listeners get connected with you? Because I know you also have a business. Can you also speak about your business that you have? Um, sure. Um, you can connect with me. I'm on Instagram a lot um, more than anything. Um, you can find my page at Shanika Speak. Um, that's S-H-E-N-E-K-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. Um, and on that page, there's a link in my bio that will lead you to all of my other um, social profiles. Uh, my business page is uh, Faithful Heart Co. Company. Um, I started that business. Um, it's a t-shirt business with, uh, with a lot of inspirational um, words on it, with, on them, and a variety of colors, um, particularly for women. But um, I also have another line that's coming out that's going to be for everyone. Um, and what made me get into that is because I wanted to always have an entrepreneurial spirit. I've always, I've tried other businesses that just did not fail. Um, but this one in particular is, is dear to me because it has purpose behind it. Um, and if you ever go to the website, you can read our story page and, and really dive into why I started it. So you're more than welcome to reach out to me there. And I, 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 faithful person <laughs> I love <her>. you <laughs> are <laughs> you are thank wait, you so much for your support wait let me tell y'all the funny thing though so Shanika had a, a raffle like you can win anything or whatever so I was like oh you know I'm just gonna just you know slide my name in there you know so yes. <laughs> like I followed all the instructions and this is true you guys I followed the instructions it was yes. like you know, copy, paste, put this on your page, repost. I did all that. So a couple of days later, Shanika was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to spin the wheel and see who wins. And I was like, see who wins. I was like, oh man, who is it going to be? So all of a sudden the wheel spins. Cause she was like, I want to be honest. So I want you guys to really see who wins. So yeah, the I wheel- did it on video live. <laughs> the wheel spins <laughs> and it spins on my name. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was rolling. Like, it was, yeah, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, I was like, I wasn't even surprised. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I, love I love her shirts. <laughs> I was like, won't he do it? Won't he do it? And then I have these, um, the the headphones that and girl I'm addicted to these things and getting to plug these things up and then I'd be jamming the music and all of a sudden it'd be like turning off I was like really hot mess 
So these things are really good. Um, they're going to be on my website, you guys, once, you know, we post this. But Shanika, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, and I'm going to answer it too. But what makes you smile when you wake up in the morning? Knowing that I I am actually waking up, that's the first thing I do when I wake up is I'm like, I'm like, thank you, God, for allowing me to see another day. Literally, that's what I say every morning, especially in the times that we're living in when so many people have lost their lives. So many people are going through so many hardships. When I look back over my life and everything that I come from, everything that I've gone through, there are situations where I, I just shouldn't be here. I should not be alive today. Um, had, had it not been for the grace of God for, for saving me and keeping me and protecting me, there's just no way I would be here. So I'm just, that makes, that alone makes me smile. But also what makes me smile is knowing that I get another chance to make someone else smile. Everywhere that I go, especially at work, I, there's just always an opportunity to make someone laugh or encourage them or to build them up. And I love doing those things. So that, that is a reward for me. So that's all I got. <laughs> and I'm going to answer it too, because I want to add you in there too. But, you know, I do the same thing. I ask God, you know, thank you for waking me up, you know, keeping my family covered and my loved ones and people who are connected to my vision and um that's the main thing i've been saying lately is god protect people who are connected to my vision and i see the fruits from for people who are connected to me i see that they're either getting better jobs or they are you know getting buying homes or getting married Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Lord, that's good. But can I get, you know, can I get a husband? No. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is it my turn yet? All right. You blessing those, but uh, what about me? No. <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm really excited that God is blessing my, my tribe. I call my community board a tribe. I have a, a, a board for you know, Nurgle Inc. And I also have a community board and the community board, you know, you guys are helping me make, you know, the vision even better. I mean, our first uh, Zoom call was so amazing. We laughed, everybody connected, you know, everybody was not trying to say, well, I knew Tristica longer than you. And (laughs) (laughs) it was just like, no, this is, you know, I felt like it was a big rainbow family. Like, it felt amazing. And everybody- All walks of life. Everything. We had people from Africa on there. We had people from London. It was everywhere. Rialto. Right. It was great. But I'm really blessed to still have you in my life. And I see all the amazing things that you're doing. This book, I'm telling you guys, do you have a name for the book yet or no? Um, I'm going back and forth between two two different ones, so um, it will be announced soon. Just yeah. follow me on um, my Instagram page. 
But everyone, this book is going to be a blessing. We are both pushing each other with our books. Like every yeah. time you see something on Instagram, we're like, so uh, you done yet? Right. <laughs> <Bye>. We're <laughs> like, uh -huh. no, I'm done. But it's getting yeah. there. Even God's timing. Um, our books are going to be published. And um, God will, you know, definitely put it out there when it's supposed to be. I know with myself. Um, it has, I don't know about you, but for me, it has been a struggle sometimes to write because most definitely, yeah. it's like a trigger come back. And mm -hmm. um, I'm glad. And that's the healing part of it. You yes. have to go through that process. Yes. And it's going to help you heal. I'm telling you, once that book is released, there's going to be such a, a weight lifted and a burden that God is going to release you from. That's what he keeps telling me every time I pray. And I kid you not, every time I get in the shower, uh -huh. um, like once or twice a week, he gives me the name of the next chapter. Wow. But sis, doesn't it feel like a band-aid? Like it's like yes. right there and we keep mm -hmm. peeling at it. And God's like, I don't want you to peel it off yet. You right. need to right. let it completely heal because there's still, your wound is still kind of open. Exactly. Man. But I just want to thank you for being on the Fix Your Crown podcast, you guys. We have talked and we we absolutely thank everybody for listening. Once again, if you want to connect with Shanika, she is on our blog after this, when this um, post of this podcast, her blog, her new blog that she does for Nurgle Inc. will be going up as well. But please follow her, learn more about her um, amazing work that she does with Nurgle Inc. with the blogs for mental health. Also, you can go to her website and order some shirts. What's your favorite shirt you have before we go? Um, Be the Light. Mm. That's my favorite one. Be, Be the, the Light. Because in a, in a world that's full of darkness, we have to be a light to the people around us. So many people are going through things and a lot of them are suffering in silence. So it's important that we who are willing to be a light for them, be that for them. So that's my favorite one. Well, you guys, the links are going to be logged on and linked onto this podcast, but I'm really excited for our future. We have been praying together for many years and many more, but this is Dr. Trishtika from Fix Your Crown Podcast with my beautiful, beautiful, loving friend, Shanika Speaks. Talk to you guys later.